Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. Welcome once again into the Not On Your Side Sports Podcast. Brian Bailey, Sports Director of WNCT TV, joined by... Ken Watlington, our main anchor at WNCT, does a great job with this in, in sports on the side. And we've got Jason Borg, who does a wonderful job on the digital end. Tonight, we're talking minor league baseball. More specifically, we're talking Down East Wood Duck baseball. And we're joined by John Clemens, general manager down at the Down East Wood Ducks. John, first of all, welcome to our little podcast today. Hey, happy to be a part of it. Thanks, guys. All right, you guys ready to go down in uh, Kinston at Granger Stadium? We are. We are. We uh, actually had a little taste of baseball last night. We got through five innings uh, against Chowan University before the rains came. And uh, it was great to see the guys back on the field in action. And uh, we anticipate an exciting season, our fifth commemorative season here in Kinston. Um, Opening day scheduled for April 12th, uh, 7 p.m. on Tuesday uh, with a postgame fireworks show. Uh, thanks to our friends at WNCT9 and, and Bojangles. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so I guess you guys with the uh, exhibition game against Chowan, you got everybody a little bit of preseason action, including everybody pulling out the tarp and, and getting the field ready like that as well, unfortunately, with the rain. Yeah, it was great, though. Uh, we have several new people on staff. So, that, uh, you know, whether they were playing on the field or if it was on the business side, everybody got a taste of, of what a game day looked like, good, bad, and different. So it was, it was a good start. How has your winter been like? Because obviously with the whole uncertainty for Major League Baseball and what was going to happen, uh, there was discussions here that, that minor league baseball would still play, but there still had to be a level of uncertainty because you didn't know all the specifics about who was coming and everything. So uh, what was your winter like, and how did you guys kind of endure this whole uh, MLB lockout and such? Overall, for the minor league folks, it was positive because – Um, They assured us early on that regardless of the lockout situation, that the minor league guys would still report, uh, which would guarantee us a season. So, you know, we were still able to go out and sell tickets, sponsorships, uh, get folks booked for the Mother Earth Pavilion so they could host their corporate outings this summer. Uh, So overall, we were excited early on and, and we're able to keep that momentum even through, you know, this week as we gear up. John, how, is, how have sponsorships gone? Because obviously we're in a kind of a, a weird situation with the economy and that kind of thing, with gas prices going up like they have been and everything. But how have sponsorships gone? You know, it's you got to ask uh, and and to be out in the community and talk to people. Um, they, they've stayed steady, um, you know, since we got here in Kinston. Uh, you know, the, the daily grind is tickets, so – trying to get people to come to games and put the butts in the seats. That way you can sell the merchandise and concessions. You know, that's, that's the daily challenge is selling tickets. Um, sponsorships um, have been steady as well. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where off season you focus on your sponsorships and corporate sales in season, you focus on tickets and operations. Um, but overall, you know, things are going well. How about some of the uh, the big ticket items as far as some of the big weekends you've got coming up, some of the big giveaways? What are some of those? Yeah, we uh, we have an action-packed uh, summer. Uh, we're doing five jersey giveaways. Uh, we're doing uh, three cap giveaways. Uh, we're doing a co-branded ECU and Wood Ducks cap in early wow. August. Wow, like that. We're, yeah, we're doing a – 
a co-branded ECU Wood Ducks like jersey T-shirt. Uh, we're uh, doing a Wood Ducks hat, an Avocados Luchadors hat. Uh, we have seven fireworks shows in total. Uh, we have a couple items for the kids. So it's every Friday or Saturday, plan on either seeing fireworks or, or picking up a, a commemorative item for the fifth season. When you think about that East Carolina uh, hat with the wood ducks, how's that going to look? What colors are we looking at and, and how the logo is going to look? Uh, last I took a look at it, it was a uh, black cap. Oh, that's uh, good. With, yeah, with the Wood Ducks uh, and ECU logo on it. And uh, our friends over at Pepsi uh, sponsored that one, so their logo is on it as well. It's it's a clean look. Uh, big fan of it. There's a lot to look forward to this year for the Wood Ducks. It's uh, the fifth season of Wood Ducks baseball. should be the sixth, but, of course, 2020 was canceled because of COVID. So uh, kind of a, a historic uh, an occasion to, to mark five years of baseball returning to Kinston. Yeah, we're excited about it. Um, growing up here in Eastern North Carolina, uh, coming to games as a kid, and then to be able to, you know, s- celebrate my first full season as general manager with the team um, in a historic fifth year, it's pretty special. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I'm glad it's starting next week, that's for sure. You grew up in Swansboro, right? That's correct, yeah. yep. So what's your memory, uh, your first memory of going to – Granger Stadium uh, when you were younger, and, and what was the team called, if you can remember back then? Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I really remember coming in the early 90s. I was, you know, anywhere from 6 to 10 years old. Um, and I remember, you know, I remember the Bojangles concession stand down in the right field corner uh, where we would get our box dinners. That was special. Stopping at King's Barbecue on the way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I did that today. That was always special. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, watching North Johnson walk around and talk to fans and shake hands. Uh, that That's a, a fond memory. Um, Richie Saxon. Uh, yeah. Billy Munoz hitting home runs. Uh, Russell Brandon hitting home runs. I remember 2001 coming out to the All-Star game with my dad. Uh, watching the home run derby, that was pretty fun. You know, running around behind the left field wall, picking out balls and stuff. That was special times. But by far my favorite memory, um, and we still do this program um, to this day, um, only because I realized how special it is, but running out on the field with the players uh, yeah. for the National Anthem, the Field of Dreams program. I remember running out with uh, Enrique Wilson at second base. And uh, I tell people that story all the time. It's it's what what this game is all about, and and what I like to promote. It's really it's really a special deal, minor league baseball. And you know, one of the questions I've always had, and you mentioned North Johnson. If there's a Hall of Fame for for general managers from Kinston, he would be the the first one there, I think, because he did such a great job. And uh, is is he still in baseball? I believe he's retired. Uh, I saw him recently at a. Uh, a family well it was a funeral situation but i saw him recently a couple weeks ago okay and uh he said he was retired uh living down in florida uh but he was excited because his son's working for the greensburg grasshoppers wow. in the mm-hmm. community relations department 
and they were expecting a grand a grandchild this summer. So he's looking forward to making trips back up to North Carolina Man. Uh, frequently. I tell you what, he was he was something special for sure. You know, when you you think about what minor league baseball is, you guys, you know, you put on a show, but it's kind of a mix because the managers and the coaches, they're trying to develop players, which is the idea. You guys are trying to, you know, bring people to the, the stands to, to really, you know, have a, have a great entertainment and it's a great value for entertainment. Does it matter if the team wins and, and loses? I mean, do winning teams, you know, draw more fans? You know, the, you're right. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, the, the beauty behind minor league baseball is, Really, the fans care about the logos and uh, the entertainment aspect of it, uh, the merchandise, the experience overall, you know, coming out to the ball game, having a good time with whether it's family, friends, coworkers. Um, that's most important. It's a little bit different in comparison to like college athletics where there's more passion, you know, whether you're an alum, you know, that that takes takes precedence too, but um I would say our key selling point for our product is more about the experience um, and, you know, being able to watch the game. What do you guys do as far as, um, it, it, I guess, ensconcing the players more into the community? Because, you know, like you said, it's a different look. It's a different face every year. The, the managers are different and such. Uh, that's part of the promotion aspect, I'm sure. But uh, what, what's been, what has it been like, I guess, the last week or so with the team being announced, you know, the roster and such, you're getting preparations and such to kind of get the players, uh, I guess, um, ensconced in the community, get them ready for the uh, for the daily, you know, work and stuff like that that's being involved. What are you guys doing to kind of help make their job a little bit easier um this this week's been a whirlwind uh they showed up on a red eye monday morning mm -hmm. uh spent the last couple nights in hotels actually moved into their apartments this morning and uh sitting here watching them uh take vp right now so um Really, it's it's just getting started. But as far as promoting the team and the fact that they're here, um, we're doing a lot of social media posts. Uh, and then this coming th Thursday, I guess tomorrow evening uh, from 6 to 7 p.m., we're inviting our ticket holders and sponsors out for a meet and greet autograph session uh, down in the Mother Earth Pavilion from 6 to 7 o'clock. Well, that'd be nice. Get a chance to uh, have the fans meet the players and that kind of thing and to see the guys. that, And hopefully someday we'll see those guys wearing Texas Rangers uniforms, right? That's that's the ultimate goal for these guys, yes. Yeah, I tell you what, it's they're a long way from Arlington, Texas when they're playing in Kinston, North Carolina. But some of these guys, you know, they'll make that trip, won't they? They will. Uh, in the short span that we've been here, um, I have a list uh, over 20 guys uh, mainly players and one uh, manager um, who have made it and experienced time in Arlington. So it's it does happen. Um, so anywhere from two to five guys a year on average. That's a great stat. John, thanks so much for your time today. We don't want to hold you too long because I know you got a lot to do with uh, opening night set for Zebulon, uh, the Carolina Mudcats, and the Down East Wood Ducks on Friday, and then April 12th on Tuesday, the home opener, WNCT, will be there loud and proud, and uh, we'll be doing the live newscast from down there. Looking forward to that coming up uh, on Tuesday. 
Thanks, Brian, and I uh, appreciate your time and, and obviously the partnership as well. Thank All you, guys. Right. Thanks so much. That's John Clemens, general manager of the Downey's Wood Ducks, joining us on our podcast today. You know, when I think back to Kinston, I can still remember in 1984 when one of my first days at Channel 9 going out to see Granger Stadium. And Granger Stadium was very different back then. It was an old, dilapidated ballpark that I really thought they were going to tear down. And I think yeah. there was some talk about tearing yeah. it down. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, they, they kept the thing going. They've done a wonderful job job through the years of just refurbishing uh, the old gal and, and getting her ready to go each year. And it's really a nice park. Yeah, Kinston and Lenore County have done a great job keeping the tradition alive and enhancing it over the years. And, of course, when the Indians were the affiliate they held back then, and then the Rangers have come in since 2017 and, and put some money into the park, too, to, to kind of uh, bring it into the 21st century. But uh, the game day experience there is still kind of the same as it's always been. It's it's relatively inexpensive. Of course, prices go up with inflation all the time. But it's still you can, you know, don't have to break the bank to go out there for a night with your family, eat some good food, watch some good baseball. And, and, and as John mentioned, and some of those guys might be in the major leagues and year and every once in a while you get to see a chance a chance to see somebody come in with you know like a former pirate a former area star alex yeah. white from mm-hmm. dh conley high school started north carolina or even a major league on a rehab assignment we saw exactly. a couple years ago. we sure did yeah. so i mean you get a chance to see some players and it's it's really just a neat atmosphere they do such a great job down there they're so welcoming and so friendly and uh you know and that gets hot in, in kinston north carolina yeah. <laughs> you know late july early august there are some hot days uh and and thankfully you might minor league baseball is back because that that was really a crushing blow first of all when we lost minor league baseball yeah. for those years and then of course with the covid situation that one year when there was no minor league baseball whatsoever so uh thankfully we're pretty much hopefully back to normal we say that there are some 15 players on the initial roster uh for the down east wood ducks that have some experience playing in kinston with down east the pitchers michael brewer gavin collier destin dotson Aris philpo nick lockhart theo mcdowell Teodoro Ortega and Lori Tejada all returning. And catcher Brady Smith, two infielders Jose Acosta and Yense Pena, and four outfielders Daniel Mateo, Jose Rodriguez, Marcus Smith, and Alejandro Asuna all had at least uh, part, partial stays with the Downey's Wood Ducks, and they are back to. Uh, get a chance to play with this team again and hopefully in their situation to move up in the organization with the Texas Rangers. The initial 31-man roster includes 17 pitchers, four lefties, three catchers, six infielders, and five outfielders. And one of the Rangers' top 30 prospects is on the roster. He is number 13. Got to look for infielder Maximo Acosta. So there's a name that you want to write down right now and get ready to uh, watch the Downey's Wood Ducks uh, at historic Granger Stadium. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, the minor league baseball season, you know, it's it starts in the spring and it's a little cool out some nights and then yeah you know i know they really work hard on making the weekend special in kinston and that's what uh, john was talking about some of the giveaways but are you intrigued by the black cap with a pirate logo absolutely i think it's great to kind of maybe draw in some ecu fans who who might not you know "Eh, i've always thought about going well you can get this free ecu hat oh okay i'm gonna go i mean it's it's simple things like that to kind of bring people in and and kind of connect with the community that that work out well but the way they they do these kind of alternate identities with the Kinston collard greens and the yeah. avocados, you know, for the, uh, the Hispanic cultural, uh, inclusion. Uh, I think it's great. And it, of course it sells more merchandise, which I was in the team store just today. We were down there, uh, checking out the stadium in preparation for our opening day broadcast. And they got some great merchandise, some, some, uh, Nike branded gear, some Columbia branded gear. They're stepping their game up. So if you're, if you're a Wood Ducks fan and, and you want that logo, they got some great stuff you can check out. And, uh, I think 
think they're doing a great job. You know, people people enjoy going out there. I know I do for sure. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right. It's, it's interesting if you're a fan of just baseball in general because, like, you know, we have these uh, high school baseball tournaments that are coming up with Easter and such. Yeah. And you're used to sitting in the 30-degree weather and stuff. And <laughs> it's the same thing, you know, at Kinston. And then you turn right around, it's the, the hot days of summer, and you get the school kids that go out and uh, take part in events and stuff like that. But it's it, you're right. You go to the, the team store. You look back at the, the history of it and see some of the, the great players with the Albert Bells and the George Bells when they had the Blue Jays and stuff yeah. that were here. And so it's it's really uh, fun if you're a baseball fan or just a fan of, of sports in general to go out there and just to be a part of it because, like you said, they've made so many different additions with the Mother Earth Brewery uh, and other you know giveaways and yeah. stuff. It, it, it's something different every time you go, and that's what makes it interesting. And it's an affordable thing, too. It's not something like you know you go – you know, see the Braves or the the Reds or somebody, and you have to you know make a big deal of it. You actually go down there and, and have a good time, and enjoy the game at the same time. I can remember the Kinston Blue Jays. Yes, yeah, that, that was remember. my first memory where they were the Blue Jays, yeah. then they were the Eagles. I think. Yeah, or maybe they, it was they, vice they versa. were independent as the Kinston Eagles yeah. for a little bit, uh, and they go way way back with with you know before I even got yeah. here in '84. But uh, they have a great history at Historic Granger Stadium and do do some great things. So speaking of history, uh, there's some history this year coming back. With the Carolina League. They yeah. Were, yeah. They took all those names away last Thank year. Thank goodness. Yeah. They took the names away last year when Major League Baseball kind of took over uh, structurally over Minor League Baseball. And it was just low A East and triple A East and, you know, you know, like that. And the International League was gone. Pacific Coast League, Carolina League, South Atlantic League. They took all those names away. All those names are back. So the Wood Ducks are back in the Carolina League, Kinston back in the Carolina League, as it should be. Yeah, it should be. That's exactly right. And and so much history with minor league baseball. You think of uh, Bull Durham, the movie, mm-hmm. and just uh, you know watching that movie over and over and over throughout the years. But uh, that's one that that, that that really stays with you yep. through time. And it's I mean, just it's, it's our state too as right. a whole. You know, minor league baseball all across North Carolina, from Kinston to Asheville and everywhere in between. I believe there's eleven. Uh, franchises in North Carolina. That's more than any state in the nation. So, I mean, and and it's been that way for a long, long time. Minor league baseball is just ingrained in North Carolina. And yeah, the Bulls were, you know, a single A team in the Bull mm-hmm. Durham days. Now they're, you know, one of the top affiliates in AAA in the country, um, producing stars year after year, one of the best stadiums. But you can kind of get all those experiences, you know, the top level in the AAA or the, the lowest level at, uh, at Kinston right now. You know, you think back to uh, Greenville, the city of Greenville has talked about it for a long time about trying to bring a minor, but you have to, I think it's 30 miles as the crow flies between minor league affiliates, if I'm not mistaken. But there was some talk about when the convention center was built in Greenville, that's right on Greenville Boulevard. There was some talk about putting it somewhere on the hospital side of town and building a a baseball facility around that area and bring minor league baseball to Greenville, North Carolina. And now there's, you even hear some, some rumbling, some pipe dreams, some, you know, wishful thinking from people that with all the, uh, the construction and, and the refurbishing going on in some of the old tobacco warehouses and everything yeah. downtown around the uh, 10th street, 14th street area, somewhere around there uh, along Dickinson or along Evan street, you know, maybe we, maybe we could put a stadium here. I mean, just think about that. Wow. It'd be fantastic. But yeah. you know, that's, you know, just, just some wishful thinking. We, we, we may not live to see yeah. all of that, but still. Hopefully we make it through this one Wood Duck season. <laughs> That's right. Let's just get through one year at a time. All right, let's wrap up this edition of the Not On Your Side Sports Podcast. I want to thank John Clemens, General Manager of the Downey's Wood Ducks. Opening day for the Ducks set for Friday night, April the 8th in Zebulon against the Carolina Mudcats, then the home opener. And join us on WNCT Channel 9 Tuesday night, April the 12th. We'll start our coverage at 5 o'clock in the afternoon with our newscast. And of course, have complete coverage of opening night actually we'll be there at noon 
Are we doing? Are we we're, going we'll at noon? Be live at noon. Uh, Bre- breaking news. Yeah, now we're going at noon. But you'll be there at five. I'll uh, be there at five. Jerry Jackson will be there. Uh, a couple of our reporters, Garrett Short from the sports team. We're, we're blowing out the budget, which all you right. know, it's still not a lot of money. But we're, but we're all going to be there. We're excited to kick off the season. And our general manager, she's going to buy us all dinner. I think so. Uh, you've heard no it, you heard it here yeah, first. No pressure. All right. Thanks again to John Clemens, general manager of the Wood Ducks. I want to thank Ken Watlington, Jason Boyd from Not on Your Side. I'm Brian Bailey. Have yourself a great sports week. And we'll see you back here next time on the Not On Your Side Sports Podcast.